0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Iris.
1: I'm your other host, Elijah Venicia. Let's start it off. Um, big shout out to the family. Keeping it in the family, of course, with the giveaway winner. Um, shout out to our cousin Brady, um, who won on the the wheel. Promise it wasn't rigged. Um, although you know there was controversy. If you're one of my B-roll friends, um, throughout my post and Jonathan's sister, my cousin Lauren's post as well. So. I mean, it was a it's a tough scene, but uh, congratulations to Brady, of course.
0: Yeah, I don't like you saying had to keep it in the family, of course, because that makes it sound even more rigged than it seems already. Uh, it was not rigged. We did the wheel. That's why we had to go on the IG live. Shout out to everybody that entered, though. We had almost 20 people entered, and shout out to everybody that tuned
1: in the live, too. We were almost like 10 to 15 viewers the whole time, so was, you know, it was cool. I, did, I just want to go on record with saying, you know, I – I didn't have anything to do with the wheel. Um, I do think it potentially could have been rigged, but.
0: Maybe. No, it was not rigged. No, I I don't want any rumors in the air. (laughs) But I like, you know, the talk going around, you know, gets people interested. I I think we're going to have to do another giveaway at some point.
1: Definitely. I mean, that is definitely already in the works. Um, Potentially maybe some merch. We'll we'll see.
0: Mm. We'll see. But yeah, it was definitely cool. Uh, We took a lot longer on the giveaway than I thought we were going to. But then, you know. I'm glad that we officially got it out. You know, got somebody I think is going to appreciate it and start off his collection right. I don't think he has any records, so I'm happy with somebody that, you know, I think is going to really enjoy it.
1: Definitely. Uh, definitely a great starter pack with that, of course. So um looking forward to get him getting him spinning those, those vinyls, so.
0: Yes, sir. Speaking of vinyls, though, you know, we kind of always talk about your backdrop. If you're watching on YouTube, you see Elijah's backdrop. He's got all these records. One album that always sticks out to me, I'm looking at it, Astro World by Travis Scott. We just had the Astro World anniversary. It just dropped last week, a couple years back in 2018.
1: Along with swimming.
0: Along with swimming. Top, of course. top right corner if you're watching uh, on YouTube. That's a big day, right? Got me thinking 2018, such a good year. And so this week, what better way to celebrate those anniversaries than taking a look back at the year that was. 2018. We're going to go through our top 10 albums of 2018. We're just going to kind of skim through the first five a little bit, talk about them briefly, and then dive a little bit deeper into our top five each. I'm excited. It was a deep year. You know, there's a big debate 2016 versus 2018. I feel like a lot of people around our age kind of really look at those two years as, you know, two of the best. And I'm excited to see what one of those years had to
1: offer. Definitely. And I I think we're going to be including. 2022 and in the mix as well with you know some of these historic years that we've had um i mean just the way it's gone so far we'll see how it finishes up of course but
0: yeah it has been a crazy year so we'll see uh, if it does end up among the greats of our generation we'll see but let's get into this top 10 if you have any honorable mentions i got a couple that like didn't make my top 10 but i want to touch on them a little bit did you have any of those or do you just have your 10 i
1: i'm just going with my 10 you know okay i'm not a big honorable mention guy just because i feel like if you if you you would have made the list if you deserve the mention so
0: i disagree i mean we're talking about no no it's a
1: deep year that now i'm just playing with that Um, but yeah i i didn't bring any honorable mentions i just came with my 10
0: all right i am gonna run through mine quick then just so we can get straight into the top 10 my honorable mentions were good job you found me by valet The boy signed to good music. The future was looking bright at 2018. Didn't really do anything after that that I listened to that much. But, man, this project was crazy. It was pretty short. It was only like seven songs. Had the feature from Pusha T on it on Miami. It was crazy. He was running the game for a minute, influencing people like Tyler on Okra. It was a banger. Uh, Then Whack World, TR Whack, 15 songs, 15 minutes.
1: Maybe that would make it
0: hits did not make my top 10 yeah i, uh, I knew it'd
1: make it at least you know
0: but it was so close uh and then one that i know is going to make yours swimming by mm-hmm. mac miller did not make mine and dicaprio 2 by jid those are my honorable mentions had to give them some love though because those are also great projects but just not you know personally in the rotation as much anymore
1: yeah i feel like for this you know we kind of went with personal preference along with you know i mean the album's got to have some critical reception to at least make the list so i mean i think the biggest factor in the ranking for me was um personal preference, and then you know, um just I feel like there's a set amount of albums that you could have chose from and
0: facts that, that's kind of what did the valet one a little bit lower just because like it's kind of small. in the grand scheme of things. like it's not as much of a heavy hitter as some of these other ones, so it couldn't couldn't be yeah. on the list
1: definitely very solid year. I wouldn't say as, as top heavy as, you know, um, like a 2016 type of year, but it, I mean, all throughout, you're just getting, oh, damn near classic albums. You know, we'll give them a few more years to serenade, but.
0: Yes, sir. I, I mean, there's some, definitely some great albums that we're going to get into, but you want to kick us off here with your number 10 pick.
1: Definitely. Um, starting off here, got Culture 2 by the Migos. This album is just filled with bangers, Motorsport, Narcos, uh what walk it like I talk it I mean anytime the Migos drop you know there's gonna be a load loads of bangers and I mean I feel like this is their last album that I really was bumping like this so
0: definitely Migos are always gonna have hits you know that mm-hmm. but it's just not in the rotation all the time like whenever they come on I'm like oh yeah this bangs you know but I'm not like seeking out the Migos but definitely cannot I, argue they don't have the hits
1: I feel like the the bangers you know, the hits from, from Culture Two have stuck around for me personally more than they did with Culture One, you know, like with Slippery or um, tracks like that off Culture, the first Culture. Uh, I feel like maybe it's just the timing of my life that, that they've stuck around a little bit more. But yeah, Culture Two, and there's not much that needs to be said about it.
0: My number 10 pick here is like a complete 180 from you have uh, with Amigos. Mine is Lost and Found by Georgia Smith. I mean, this project, I was very excited when it came out. I love Blue Lights. I've been listening to that for a minute, and so then when this album finally dropped, it was in the rotation heavy. Love some songs. Don't Watch Me Cry. I mean, I, I'll listen to that all the time. I, I don't got to be in a sad mood. It just hits. The vocals hit. Uh, I mean, there's just so many good songs on this project. February 3rd, Teenage Fantasy. I, it's just great vocals, great production. And I think it's one of the best like R&B-type albums from this year, so had to have it on here, of course.
1: Great pick there. Um, honestly surprised me, you know, I was scrolling th- I think it was like the 30 best rap and r and albums of the, I think it's Liz Complex did or of 2018, you know, when I was trying to refresh my memory here and I saw it and I was like, wow. but yeah, um, great pick there. Like you said, complete 180 though.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm ex- interested to see if we have any overlap here, if it's going to be kind of different. I don't know. We're going to see. I think goes. we
1: have to have overlap at some point, of course. I, I think mean- we
0: do too, but like, I think I might have something like a two that you're going to have like a nine or otherwise.
1: I guess we'll get into my number nine and see if this is your number two I don't think it is but we will see for my number nine pick here I have Scorpion by the boy um you know this album I feel like it's kind of the same thing Kanye just did with Donda last year um where there are just so many tracks it kind of discredits the the overall value of the album but there's just slappers all throughout this album I mean Survival, nonstop, Elevate, um, and then you got the R and B side with nice for what, um, what, a, I mean, what he had three, three tracks go number one consecutively. Right. Uh, what was it? Nice for what, um, God's plan at some point "God's probably. plan and in my feelings all in a row. And that's just nuts.
0: Yeah. I mean, he was definitely killing the streaming numbers with that project. I mean, that's one of the best streaming albums of all time. I would say like some of those songs pushing a billion, you know, it's just doing crazy numbers. Um, yeah. it's we like, always say yeah. about Drake. We know he's gonna come with the hits. He's gonna do the streams. But like you said, long project, a lot of failure points. So yeah, decent project overall though.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just wish it was a little bit shorter. I think it could honestly climb a little bit up, little bit up in his discography. I mean, had it been so
0: but 100%. I like kind of,
1: I kind of like what he did, you know, playing both both sides, you know, the rap rap side and the R and B side as well. So I get it.
0: Yeah, I think that was cool because you hadn't really seen something like that with like a mainstream, mainstream rap, pop, whatever artist uh, in a minute. So it was cool to see Drake kind of do the two-sided thing. I was That was cool. Uh, I'll move here into my number nine. I had My Dear Melancholy by The weekend. You know, this is a short project. It's really a departure from Starboy Sound back to, you know, kind of what he was working with on Trilogy and even Kiss Land a little bit. Loved it. I was, you know a fan of beauty behind the madness and starboy but they were nothing compared to the trilogy era weekend for me and so when we got back to that even just a little bit with my dear melancholy i was so happy i mean you got called my name you got wasted time so many good songs in this project privilege that won't be a favorite one such a good project uh, and i think it was just kind of setting the foundation for what has happened with after hours and even don fm a little bit
1: definitely i definitely agree with you you know setting the foundation of course um i have like the weirdest story about this album and this is like so specific as well i remember this was like a spring album probably like february march Mm which is i think march yeah um and i just remember i guess like a thursday you know albums come out thursday at midnight i'd fell asleep after i don't i wouldn't have been practicing anything at that point i think maybe just after work or something and i just wake up at like four in the morning and I was like oh the weekend dropped I just listened to the whole album at like four in the morning on a school night just no clue why just you know one of those times you just wake up you're like can't go back to bed stay up oh, for yeah. an hour or so
0: that always hits my random story with this one is I think it was like it was a really really short rollout I think it might have even been like
1: announced no, yeah, the was... day
0: of or the day before like it was very short I think I might have been announced on a Thursday and that dropped that night um but I remember I had a class on Thursday when it got announced officially. I think maybe it had been like leaked a little bit, teased a little bit. But then officially got announced, and I was in class. It was this class. It was business law. This mm, I don't remember if it's the only, but I don't get C's in classes very often. But I did get a C in this class because I was just not paying attention. I could not focus. The teacher was so boring. Uh, I was just always just scrolling through Twitter on my laptop. And so I was on Twitter like right when I got the news. And I was just like looking at my friend. I was like, Oh my god the weekend's dropping so yeah i was geeking over that and then it hit so i was very happy that night. no yeah
1: it was definitely like one of those things like i won't forget and like the album was i was very enjoyable of course so obviously a shorter listen what didn't keep me up too late and yeah perfect th- that's my memory from it
0: uh, that's a pretty good first listen i would say
1: number eight for me the the fucking like grip this song had on me in high school and junior year i remember Post Malone to drop "Rockstar" with 21 Savage, that was the single or one of these singles, and then ultimately leading into "Beer Bongs and Bentleys," and uh, that was just that album just hit for so long. I mean, it still hits to this day. Um, I mean, different tracks off it, of course, um, but this is like my high school football team. We always were just banging this, and then you know, after going into the winter, we all just cruise around to the "Beer Bongs and Bentleys." I mean, Posty definitely mm. came correct for me on this one.
0: Yeah, I definitely remember when this prize dropped. It was very well received, I feel like, by the masses. Like, I feel like, you know, the more recent, like the last two Post Malone albums probably, I think they definitely have fans, but they definitely also have a lot of negative opinions. I feel like this one was mostly positive. Like, they were definitely pretty good songs. I'm not the biggest Post Malone fan, but, you know, I loved Rockstar. I could listen to some songs on here. When they came on, I was like, all right, I was fine with it. So, yeah, good pick. My next pick here, this is. I think the one that you're gonna have way higher than I am, so I'm excited to see your reaction. Uh, it's Astro World by Charlie I knew, Scott. yeah, I knew it was. <laughs> uh, I love Astro World. I do, but I love a lot of these albums. You know what I mean? I kind of think Astro World just has not been in the rotation as much, and that's why down here for me personally, there's great songs. There's no denying that it's. I mean, I would say Travis's second best project to rodeo. It's great. I mean, there's so many good songs. I just listened to Can't Say for the first time this week in a long time. And it really hit. And that alone almost bumped it up. (laughs) Like that, Don, when I heard Don Tolliver for the first time, that was like a, that was a life-changing moment. I love Don Tolliver, And so when I heard him come in on Can't Say, I was like, ooh, I was levitating. That was hard. Uh, But there's so many good songs on this. Stop Trying to Be God. No Bystanders, I mean wake up
1: uh, I, yeah i mean top to bottom
0: i i don't i didn't even mention my favorite one astro yeah. thunder my favorite one. That, that's but, what I was,
1: I was gonna actually ask is what is your favorite track off astro world
0: it's astro thunder and i feel like that's another one that i don't even really go back to too much anymore but every time i hear it, i'm like oh yeah this yeah, is
1: no i feel like it's kind of got they're not sleeper tracks but once they come on you're like holy fuck this is a great song um yeah, I mean, and I,
0: I mean, I hate to bring up like, you know, the Asperger incident, but I kind of feel like that, you know, plays a role in it. Like, I feel like I'm not, I don't know, I just don't think about Travis as much as I used to. And yeah, so when I mean, he does come up, I'm like, okay, but he's kind of, you know, creeping back in. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe it'll be heavy in the rotation soon again.
1: Definitely. Um, great project, of course. You know, going to get some high praise from me. So we'll leave it for later.
0: Yeah, I'll say we'll definitely have more to say about it then. We'll see where you're at. What's your next pick, though? What was your number seven?
1: My number 7, uh this is one where I I I think you'll probably have a little bit higher and I'm I'm curious to see your reaction. At number 7 I have Kid See Ghost, the collaborative album between Kid Cudi You're watching on YouTube, sorry. Um Kid Cudi and Kanye. I mean not much needs to be said. Uh Kanye had a huge summer this year. Um I feel like we may see a couple more projects maybe in my list, maybe in Jonathan's. We'll see what happens, but uh i mean i feel like not much needs to be said about this um Cutty montage that song will always hit though that that's like one that'll come up and shuffle every once in a while and every time it's just beautiful although you know the i did keep those kid cutie songs in there because technically they got the man they got yezos in there so mm-hmm.
0: yeah i mean this project is great uh you are correct it will be somewhere on my list yeah so many good songs i'll save a little bit though for when i talk about it but yeah what's your favorite track on kids Ghosts?
1: gotta be cutting montage Easy. gotta be cutting
0: montage okay I, I knew you talked about it so i just want to make sure okay. yeah I, I mean if i went with
1: the second best i'd probably say feel the love um very unique song there the beat is nuts and mm-hmm. king push does his thing of course so.
0: yeah he does i'll move on here to my number seven though i went with fm by vince staples i loved when the weekend did you know the whole kind of radio theme with dot fm of course but vince Sables did it first and i think vince Sables did it better with fm uh debatable if he did it better or not but i think it was such a unique one the way he incorporated big boy and then he had the interludes with earl sweatshirt and Tyga. i mean that was cool uh just so many good songs such a cohesive feel on this real feels like you're in the california it feels like you're in you know long beach It just it hits it's very cohesive very solid project
1: definitely um this is one where i it came on randomly the other day um i don't really go back to fm too too much out of vince's older stuff but how did it like summer not make our list for this top 10 for our summer soundtrack
0: yeah uh it, it's got the I t- mean, it definitely got- does in the title too of course yeah but i don't know it has more of like a beachy feel to it you know we're in the cornfields like i don't know like it definitely does feel like summer of course it's in the title it has to I think there's just different feelings of summer. You know what I mean? And I, it's not necessarily my summer. You know, if I was on the beach often, oh, yeah, I'd be feeling it. But, you know, it's humid or it's just green around. It's just not blue waters. It's green.
1: I it just like couldn't even, make it. I feel like even in, like, Flint's pools, it feels like summer would hit, especially, you know, with the Ty Dollar sign feature. I mean, the summer feature king deemed by us. So
0: Valid. I haven't been in a swimming pool in, like, three years. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I, I can't mean, relate.
1: you do slide through to Cameron sometimes, or you just like drop off food or something. You know, you don't, you don't ever come swim. So I mean, yeah, yeah,
0: maybe, maybe we'll something. get a pool
1: day in the works.
0: Maybe. uh. But yeah, the one that came on, I had a playlist, like best of 2018. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, every year since then, I've made like a specific playlist. And it's like, my favorite songs in the year, and I make it at the end of the year, mm-hmm. or like add to it throughout the year. I think this one was just songs I was listening to. And then I just titled it that to kind of like continue what i had going on like i think i did that like 20 early 2020 maybe i just made whatever my rotation was best of 2018 like it was what i was listening to but not necessarily everything came out in 2018 i don't think um but i just shuffled that yesterday when i was getting ready for the episode and tweaking came on and i was like oh yeah this hits and then run the bands came on and don't get chipped came on i was like oh my god this project is so good
1: no yeah it's deep when feels like summer came on i definitely had to go back and give it a listen um i mean speaking on like playlists and everything i back in the day so i obviously this is before i had a job or anything in 2018 it was turning 17 i think at the end of the year 16 throughout the whole year and um, you know i couldn't afford spotify premium didn't have a card or whatever um to get one so i didn't have like spotify premium or apple music so it's like after this is the year after 2018 is where i started getting like my replays every year and all those so mm-hmm. it kind it hurt not having those but We'll just, I'll have them for every other year now. So
0: for sure. I kind of want to, I'm going to take a look back at what my top songs of 2018 were on my Spotify wrapped. Let's see, just, you know, for just to see. So you were talking about, you didn't have Spotify premium or Apple. I had Apple all year. This was the first year I switched to Spotify. I switched to Spotify in like probably September of 2018, so this is my Spotify wrapped for only like two months. So it's like two not months, the best yeah. indication, but like it's solid. So my top artists, do you have any guesses? I want to see if you can guess my top artists in uh, 2018.
1: 2018. Um, I'm going to say Kanye. I mean, Kanye,
0: the, not in the top five.
1: Yeah, I didn't know if they'd count like Canseco's, like giving those some numbers there. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Vince Staples. Nope, not in top five.
1: Oh man, way off your the weekend. Number two. Number two. Um uh, I mean, like the memories I have of like music from you would be like chance, the rapper, I guess, at this point point in time. No, but that's no still chance. that's that's a couple years removed from uh huh. Um, calling book. I the, I do have a memory of like you with a picture with Lil Yachty. I mean, I don't think Lil Yachty's on there, but
0: <laughs> I do have a picture with Lil Yachty. It's not Lil Yachty. I'll tell you who it is though. It's Brockhampton. Brockhampton was number one. Brock,
1: uh, okay, yep. You That's know that was my first full iridescence. Year.
0: Yeah, iridescence and the first full year with all the saturations. So a lot of Brockhampton in the rotation throughout that year. But it was Brockhampton the weekend. Frank Ocean, Travis Scott, and Childish Gambino.
1: Ooh, I blanked on Travis. Travis is huge at that time mm-hmm. too.
0: Yeah, Travis was going crazy. And then I only had eight thousand minutes, which is pretty low, obviously, but only a couple months. So that makes sense. Uh, and my top songs: number five, "The Zone" by The Weekend; number four, "Too Fast" by Sonder, Brent Viess's group; number three, "Siegfried" by Frank Ocean; number two, "Astro Thunder," and number one. This is going to throw people for a loop, but this is one of my favorite songs of all time. Definitely my favorite interludes of all time star girl interlude by the weekend and Lana
1: Del Rey. With Lana, yeah Lana Del Rey mm-hmm. that's
0: that was my most to uh, song yeah. of the year but it, 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 like one of my friends was like that's your number one and I was like yeah I listen to it like all the time
1: <laughs> no yeah Lana Lana does her thing and then you know of course I mean with the Great Gatsby movie she, she kills that soundtrack as well so mm. I, I just had to bring it up of course any chance I get
0: always always but yeah I honestly don't even remember where we got what got me on that tangent but yeah I had to had to see if you had any guesses
1: yeah i'll be better that's all i could say i think you'll you'll be Thanks. guessing on something later I mean, okay I, I won't shock drop it on you i guess mm. but there, there's your hand i'll get warmed up um moving on though my number six project here this this is like the most summer i've ever had from like a song specifically like i was this is kind of where i started going to like parties and stuff not drinking not yet but um you know just hanging around the hang around like older kids you know seniors and all that stuff whatever um but like this is like the most vivid song i can ever remember hearing for the first time and it is lean with me by juice world off goodbye and good riddance that is my number six project there i remember we were just sitting in the back of the car and we're just driving and anthony's like play this song play this song which is weird because anthony didn't put me onto too much music back in the day and Uh, That song just, it'll always hit. And that always, that's the memory that comes from it.
0: Wait, so was Lean With Me your first Juice World song you heard?
1: It was, yes.
0: Okay, that's interesting. Mine was All Girls Are The Same when that Lyrical Lemonade video dropped. I mean, that was, yeah, that was the one. My boy, Skiz B showed me it.
1: Juice World blew up so quick. It was like wildfire. Like, that was...
0: Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, we keep harping on Spotify features here, but there was a Spotify feature they had, like, I think maybe uh, two years ago and it was like they gave you like a fan status of certain artists like you'd be a diamond fan or a gold fan or whatever and it was like what percentage what percentile I guess of fans you were in like how early you were and I was a, a like a platinum juice world thing yeah. because I was in the first one percent or something I was like I don't like. I don't even think I was that I, early to Juice
1: World, but like I was like, all right. <laughs> I feel I, like I've we've talked about this before, but I feel like Houston was like awkwardly like real pretty early on Juice World, or, like Vermilion County even as a whole was like. I felt like a lot of people listened to Juice World, like kind of just spread like wildfire. Like I said, so. no,
0: I think his crew definitely blew up very fast, and I do think you know the VC was ahead. I mean, I don't know if it's anything about the proximity to Chicago that we have, but yeah, we were we were early somehow, which is rare.
1: Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah.
0: Very bizarre, weird. If you've ever bizarre. taken
1: a drive through Vermilion County.
0: If you took a look here, you would not pin us for juice world fans, but here we are. And it wasn't just like a couple. It was like a lot of people, like everybody's no, juice
1: like, like juice World, like, yeah, no, like you said, everybody was listening to juice world. And I feel like, you know, his peak was definitely like death race for love, like around here, especially, you know, everybody was banging that. Everybody's like super excited for it and everything. So
0: RIP juice. RIP juice. You know, we're talking about a very popular artist right there. I'm going to go to somebody that's not very popular that, you know, definitely has not had a mainstay in the Vermillion County. Uh, That's JPEG Mafia with his project, Veteran. You know, he did make an appearance at Pig Valley Festival in Champaign this year, 2018. Um, Wanted to go, did not go. Had to go to my friend's bachelor party. Tough. Um, Wanted to see JPEG Mafia, though, really bad. But Peggy came through with this. This was the first project I heard from him. But I mean, there's songs in this that I've just like, been in the rotation heavy 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 since 2018 i mean the intro track 1539 north calvert street that's like one of my favorite songs of all time goes so hard and then there's just certain songs that kind of feel certain vibes and one is baby i'm bleeding like that's a classic in my gym rotation always unless not always hard hitting i was doing deadlifts at the gym the other day trying to you know do some heavy weight put it on and i was just you know getting after it 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 felt right Peg, you always get me through. So I had to have it on the list.
1: Great pick there. I mean, great great story as well with the, with the lifting there. I mean, I, I've honestly never lifted to JPEG Mafia. I don't lift all too much, but I mean, I, I think I'll have to try it at, at this point now.
0: My one random, well, I was to say person, but group that I was listening to is Run the Jewels. I think Run the Jewels, they have some just perfect workout songs. So if you need something for the workout playlist, check some Run the Jewels too. Some legend has it off uh run the jewels three. There's some great songs on there. So that's my little tip for the day, my little uh recommendation.
1: Um uh, moving into the top five, we have at my number five pick, we have Ye by Kanye West. Um I mean it's a very short project, but I think it gets the point across. Uh, just so many memorable tracks from this. I've no misses, of course, but he's seven for seven. I mean, it's not not too too crazy or anything. Um, Uh, I like my biggest takeaway from this is 070 shake obviously a big project this year um then one last year as well um just kind of coming out of nowhere bursting on the scene with already believe outdoing Kanye West on on his own album so
0: yeah Ghost Town alone almost made this song or made this project make my list I'm gonna say right now it did not make my list but you know it was obviously in contention you know Kanye's always to be contention man ghost town alone it just hits and that was one that came out of my playlist yesterday on my drive home and i was like does yay need to be on it like redoing songs ghost town near the top if not the top uh but as a project yay did not make my list
1: yeah i mean i feel like it's just always been in my rotation i don't know why it's like always stuck but since 2018 so i mean we're about at four years now it's never left and it just it wouldn't leave
0: No pun intended. Valid. Uh, All right. I'll move on here to my number five. Sticking with Kanye West, though. I have Kitsy Ghost here at number five. So, you know, you said he doesn't have a higher. I do have a little bit higher, but not like at the very, very Not significantly, yeah. No, but this is a great project. Uh, Standouts for me, obviously. Feel the Love, Fourth Dimension, Cutty Montage, Kitsy Ghost title track. I mean, it's a short project, but almost all the songs just are great uh yeah i don't think much needs to be said i mean the boy the needle drop gave it a 10 that i I mean it has to make the list at that point right
1: (laughs) of course i at that point definitely um i guess we'll just we'll keep it kanye themed i mean not kanye's album here for my number four pick but we have daytona by pusha t i've wanted to rank this higher i just couldn't rank it you will see the three albums are ranked ahead of it um such a great album um I've really gotten back into it's almost dry recently, probably like this the past few weeks. And I think I'm ready to say I enjoy it's almost dry a little bit more, but I think that it's a longer mm-hmm. track list. And um uh, I don't know. I, I love Daytona though. I mean, great project. Um, I would say it's the best of Push's career, but I enjoy it's almost dry more at this point.
0: Respect. I think that's well put. Uh yeah, it's a great project. It's definitely gonna be on my list here in a minute. So I won't talk too much about it here, but and it's one of the best, most respected albums of that year. So I think it has to be. If you know, you announced know. You're killing it here with the, uh, with, the with, sub- with the subtle references. Uh, all right, I'll go to my number four here, though. I got Care For Me by Saba. I think this was a big stepping point in Saba's career. You know, A Few Good Things is a great project, but this is some of the best rapping Saba's ever done. Some of the best songwriting. Uh, just such a personal album. Prom King. Is one of the best songs ever made. Uh, so for that reason alone, it's going to be on this list. Uh, but I mean, they still made good songs: "Gray," "Smile," "Sirens." I mean, there's good songs all around.
1: This um, that would be one of my honorable mentions if I did honorable mentions, but did not. So I apologize, guys. That that is my one honorable mention. That will, will only do one.
0: Okay, I was wondering when you said you know you're going to see what your three ahead of it are. I had two, I'm 100% sure, are going to be on there. But I wasn't sure what the third one was going to be. I was like, is it going to be Saba? I didn't know if you have it that high at all, if you're going to have it. So, okay. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I feel like what discredits it a little bit is I wasn't banging it too much in 2018. Um, Respect. Caught it a couple years after. So, I kind of wanted to put that into the equation as well, how much I played it a little bit.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I I will kind of agree with that, though. Personally, um, obviously – I was big in a chance. I'm wearing the chance right now, you know. But uh, I was big in a chance around this time, so chance had the feature on it. And I'm, I mean, that also had to be one of my least favorite songs in the project, like one of the ones I go back to the least, at least. But it got me to the project. I was like, okay, I gotta check out this sound project. Obviously, he was on Angels on Chance's album, and then I had heard some of those songs even before that. But yeah, I think it's only grown in my rotation since 2018. Like in 2018, I was like, oh, it's good. But I don't even think I in 2018. I don't know if it would have been in my top five but now it's like yeah it has to be there like it's just always always got some of these songs playing at some point throughout the week
1: moving on number three at the top three here gotta go with swimming by mac miller um such an amazing album um at anniversary was just this past week uh what was that on monday or tuesday i think Mm -hmm. um such a phenomenal project it's just like just listening to this album I mean it's just constantly you know you're just finding not finding new tracks but you just enjoy new tracks a lot more than you did you know even two weeks ago so um highlights from this one for me gotta be like Jet Fuel 2009 of course Ladders is a banger Wings is also a bit I mean it's just I through and through I think it's no skips for me personally but
0: yeah, it's a great project. Did not make my list, but I will agree with the sentiment that it is one that I always find something new every time I go back to it. And I think that can be said about Mac's career as a whole. Like every time I hear something like a project, I uh, you know, can just find something new to enjoy. And I kind of think yeah. that could be really said about, you know, the mixtape that was just added to Spotify. I was like, oh, like this hits a little bit harder. I didn't even I did not even heard all the songs before. Um, so it was definitely good to go back. And I was like, okay, I like I liked Mac a lot. Uh, but it just doesn't stick in the rotation as much as some of the others. So, I mean, it's simple as that, I guess.
1: Yeah, definitely respectable list. You gave it the you gave it the nod, the honorable mention. It's tough cutting down to 10 projects, so.
0: Facts. Uh, I'll move on here to my number three. I've dilate my Playboy Cardi. I mean, I know this is one that I don't think you're too much into, right? Like we talk about your, it, it's not yeah, into Cardi is, like that. Yeah,
1: dilate's not, it's not bad. I mean, that, that'd be my favorite project out of this.
0: Respect. But I mean, this is one that I listened to a lot in 2018. I mean, I was loving like RIP Shooter, obviously. But even since then, I mean, Lean for Real, uh, Flatbed Freestyle. That was hitting back in the day too. RIP Fredo. But the one that has been in rotation and heavy recently is fell in love with Bryson Tiller. Oh, that one just hits. I've listened to that heavy the past couple of weeks. And maybe that's recency bias that it put it up here. But I do love this project. I think it's on a. Cardi's best work, obviously. I think he's very consistent. I think that might be a hot take. I, I think
1: you think he uh, is. Yeah, I I think in terms critical reception, especially I, uh, you know, a whole lot of red not initially, but I feel like it's grown over time on a lot of people. But I mean, just listening, I, I, it is very consistent.
0: Yeah, like I think I mean Cardi's gonna be just killing the production. You know that. Obviously, he's working with Pierre a lot back in this era, um, and then working with some different producers on a whole lot of red and stuff. But you know, you get the hard hitting beats. Cardi's delivery is always gonna be crazy. The it's ad-libs. gonna be super melodic. The ad libs gonna go crazy. Or it's gonna be have a lot of energy. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is just such a great project. We gave you know heavy nod to the track uh, or the album art a couple episodes ago, and maybe that makes it a little bit better for me. I don't know, but I love the album art. i Love this project all around. Can't miss.
1: I feel like just seeing the album art, that is just one project you have to listen to just by, just from the, the cover. I mean, don't judge, don't judge a book by its cover, but that one is, you know, you got to be a per banger on that one. Um, For my number two pick here, I have World by Travis Scott.
0: Okay. I'm really blanking. I have no idea where number one's going to be now because I thought, I, I don't know what you're missing on your list. Like, I have no idea what's going to be number one now i think it's something i'm just overlooking but we'll you see, are definitely you're
1: definitely overlooking something because i've gone on record by saying how much i love this album um but um getting into astral world i mean just so i mean it's kind of like the mac like every you know every once in a while you just hear one track and you go find another track and it's just like it hits so much harder than it did the time before um but for my favorite track on here, I would have to go to Skeletons.
0: Such a beautiful song. Oh, I didn't um, even mention that when I was talking about it. But yeah, that's such a great track. That was probably one of my favorites initially. But that might have been number one initially.
1: I think initially Stargazing was mine. And then um, mm. now it's kind of transitioned into, uh, into Skeletons. I also really enjoy R.I.P. So I was
0: listening to R.I.P. Screw last night. That hits. I remember when this album first dropped, I mean, Sickle Mode obviously got a lot of hype, and I think it, it's one of the songs that, you know, gets a lot of hype, but it really does deserve it. But people are like, oh, it's the best song on the album. And I was like, it's not. Like, Sickle Mode's not top five. And at that point, I had no bystanders, skeletons, can't say, stop trying to be God. And I think Stargazing, I was like, those are better. At least those are better. But Sickle Mode, obviously, I, it does hit. It's one of the rare bangers that, I do still enjoy every time I hear it.
1: Yeah. I mean, for how much it was played at the time, like that was, it was such a meme song that and Mo Bamba was where the memes, but they're just, I, they're still amazing, amazing songs.
0: A hundred percent. I was thinking about mud boy when I was like getting this list together. And I was like, uh, that, I mean, it can't make the list. I was like, I do love some songs on it, but it, it's just not,
1: not up here. That I also, I also scrolled by mud boy and I, was, I took a second <laughs> glance at it. I was like, it's not making the list, but
0: no, but um, Mo Bamba. I mean, that had, that had a grip on me
1: no definitely every um, party
0: i was at it was mo bamba sicko mode yeah that was the meme mo bamba or sicko mode i, mean, I love both those songs they get clowned, but i love them both
1: i feel like not as much anymore you know it's, it's no, not as the much time, anymore, but at the like, time yeah
0: yeah at the time uh,
1: i feel like a very under underrated part of Astro world is like the um the cultural impact i guess is like the all the merch from it you still see Astro world merch everywhere um knock off Astro world stuff Obviously, they had the festival ended in, in an unfortunate way. Um, but I mean, like, just the carryover effect, this kind of left Travis into superstardom, I feel like.
0: A hundred percent. After this, he was, you know, unavoidable. One song that came up my playlist, I was like, oh, man, I forgot about that, was Watch. I was convinced Watch was going to be on Astral and it was not, which was tough. Or did it come out after? I don't remember. Uh, I think it was beforehand. I thought it was before, too. If, if For some reason, I was like, was it maybe just like a throwaway afterwards? Yeah, I thought it was before. I thought it came out in like, fall. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely be on Travis's project. Um, but it wasn't. But I, especially because, you know, got the little sample of the girl at the beginning of the last time I'm going to take Astroworld. That would have been perfect.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, one last one, closing thought on this. 5% tent. That one's always hitting in, in the whip, you know. Um, I've already mentioned how tent lyrics just hit close to home for me so i'm always begging that it's just a good time good song
0: yeah, respect i think that's a good track the thing i think about with five percent tint is i wanted to see travis got so bad he was at loud palooza the day astral dropped so it dropped on you know thursday at midnight he was there thursday and i was like oh my god he's gonna do the album they had like a live stream set up i think it was through red bull or somebody they were doing a live stream and i was like I was tuned in. I remember what to eat in Danville with my friends. And then on the way back, I was just watching on my phone. I was like, I have to listen to this. Like, I think we can plug in the just listen to the uh, live Travis Scott performance. But then the only new song he did, I think he came out to stargazing, but then the one other song he did from the album was 5% tint. And I was like, Hmm, like, I don't know. That was an interesting choice.
1: No, that is very interesting. Like going back to the track list now. Um, yeah. It wouldn't be one that I, I would have thought. Obviously, you can't do like something like sicko mode. You, you got to save that one for your first 100%. listen. Unless
0: you would have brought out like Drake's surprise guest, that would have been hard. But you can't. You got to save that for the first listen. If for get social media reaction, like it would hit, and it did hit. Like that Drake feature, it was unlisted. It fire.
1: that's like that is probably uh, I can't. I said my closing thought, but that is probably like the most hype I've ever been on. Like just listening to a song and you fucking that beat drop and just.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. And then that was one of the albums that, like, I think kind of similar to Whole of Red, such an anticipated album, but lived up to the hype, which is, you know, very tough to do. Definitely. So shot to Astro World. All right, my number two pick, I got Daytona by Pusha T. Had to have it. I mean, this is some of the best rapping of Push's career. Kanye killed the production. That Wyoming run was undefeated, unmatched, unprecedented. Won't happen again. Probably not. Uh, but what a time to be alive. That's that's what I'll say when Daytona hit. Comeback Baby was going crazy. Santeria was going crazy. If you know you know. Hard piano even. There was just so many good tracks in this project. Yeah. Great all-around
1: project. Definitely. Um, I You uh, previously mentioned by me, of course. Uh, like you said, that Wyoming run undefeated. I need a 30 for 30 on that shit.
0: Mm. I bet there's some crazy clips we haven't seen like when that him uh clip of Kanye young at chance leaked
1: that that's my favorite that's my i favorite mean has,
0: that's probably just one of many there's probably so many others of you know just little little mini feuds and i need to see them the yeah, making no. of all these albums that just are some of the best of all their respective careers like gotta
1: see it definitely um i mean there's definitely gonna be on un- unreleased footage and everything so i mean maybe they could put something together at some point
0: definitely but i want to see what your number one is i am like struggling to think of what your number one is going to be
1: you're going to think you're going to feel dumb once i say this for my number one it's nothing that i've said right nope okay an artist that hasn't even been mentioned this episode for my number one pick i have come over when you're sober part two
0: uh okay
1: yeah see like once i said it you're like uh um I mean, I've talked about this album a ton already. Um, perfect album to me. Um, like my most memorable listen to an album. I got on SoundCloud, like I think it released maybe 30 minutes before or something. So got on SoundCloud, listened to the whole thing. Um, I mean, just something that will never fall to my rotation, never has, never will.
0: Respect. I don't know why, but you talking about like SoundCloud led me to one that I am regretting not putting on this list. Uh, I might have to make an amendment i'll just give the honorable mention at least it's six wolves by six dogs and danny wolf i mean that's one of my favorite projects of all time like a lot of these are but there's songs not that i'm always listening to so kind of kind of mad i forgot it but it kind of is an afterthought compared to like some of these big artists and like i was like looking up like 2018 albums and looking through it kind of overlooked it kind of forgot about it but i don't know how because i was listening to it but back to your little peep pick great pick Obviously, I've we talked about it a lot. I've mentioned it. Not my favorite Lil Peep project. But obviously, it's a personal list. Can't knock it. And I do enjoy it myself, too.
1: Definitely. By far, my favorite Lil Peep project. So,
0: Respect. And I think that kind of goes with my number one here. You know, it's another person we haven't talked about. Another one that's not on your list. Our number ones are both not on the other person's list. That's interesting to me. But mine's some rap songs about Earl Sweatshirt. I, I mean... mean like-
1: i fucking, I was missing one. And I was like, I know he's going to have some rap songs earlier, like yesterday when I was looking through these. And then I was like, throughout this, I was like, what's he going to have at one? What's he going to have at one? And then, yeah. Fuck.
0: See, it's the same with Lil Peep. Like I, I like though, that we both had some that were just like, you know, they're personal. They're personal to us. Um, but this is one of my favorite projects of all time. Earl goes crazy. Um, so many good songs. I think my favorite one initially was probably like December 24th. But then, you know, I love, uh, Zukar i love riot that beat is crazy that's just like one of the best instrumental tracks of all time it goes crazy it's you know it was even popping on like tiktok for a minute but shattered dreams cold summers like such a good project such personal introspective look to earl obviously going through a lot of personal tragedy around this time uh with the passing of his father so yeah great project and yeah
1: i love it i'm pissed i, I mean on that one too gosh damn it
0: I know we both kind of suck at picking each other's, (laughs) but I'm glad glad that it was a good surprise, though, for each of us.
1: Definitely. Um, Great list, though. I mean, like, I think, obviously, anytime we kill these lists, um, you know, we're kind of in sync on some of them, on some aspects. But then also, you know, we have these clear-cut differences as well. So Mm -hmm. I really always enjoy doing these and, like, seeing where we're at, seeing the differences, seeing what I have and you don't have, and vice versa there, so.
0: Facts, yeah. I think – and yeah, it's just the personal list. And I think that comes with it, but I think that's what, you know, makes us, you know, good co-hosts to each other. You know, we got, we can compliment each other with different, you know, styles and different stuff like that. So yeah, for sure.
1: I, all right, definitely. Uh, great point there as well. I, I always am telling people how our music styles complement each other, especially in terms of like a podcast where everybody's listening, we bring in all these different aspects, mm-hmm. but we can get into that later. I did tease tease something earlier. So I have three albums here and I'm just, I'm going to give you the name of the album. Of course. I just want you to tell me how many tracks were, are on the project. Oh, okay. Kicking it off here. I have the life of Pablo by Kanye West.
0: Okay. Obviously I know that St. Pablo's added late. I, my guess is 19.
1: You are one off there. You are it is 20 songs. Ah, so it was 19
0: before life, uh before Saint Pablo.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's mm. very close though.
0: Okay, that's a good guess.
1: Moving on to the second one here. We have The Melodic Blue by Baby Keem. Oh. We're going we're going straight track, straight, straight tracks here. Not the uh lost souls, who again, those, those don't count. I mean
0: Okay. Um it's definitely got more than 10 by thinking around or a little bit less than 15. So I'm going to say, uh, I'll say thir- 14.
1: It is a 16 track album without 16. So like, yeah, oh, without 16. Huh?
0: 16 yeah. gives it away, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, maybe I should have known that one, but whatever.
1: All right. And then the last one here, we're going with the first saturation project by Brock Hampton.
0: Ooh. This is tough. Obviously, there's a couple skits. Hmm. My gut is telling me that there's probably less than 15. I'm going to go with 12, I think. 12, yeah, sure.
1: It is a 17-track project.
0: 17? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah those boys were put in work more work than i remember because <laughs> they had three of those things yeah year. no
1: that that is nuts what they fucking did it's not a year it's six months too i mean facts
0: those boys are different okay yeah that was tough besides the uh saint or life of pablo kind of struggled there a little bit i, mean, I was kind of close but kind of far off i mean we we're talking about like albums being off by five songs is kind of a lot
1: yeah i mean it, <laughs> I feel like it's a tough thing though.
0: It is tough. Like, I mean, I'm sure if I started like naming songs and like thinking about it being like, okay, I remember these nine and there's probably a couple more, but then I don't know. That's, that's taking a lot of time. So I was kind of guessing, but yeah, tough.
1: It is. Um, but I mean, let's get on the weekly news here. Um, good, get, good little game there. Maybe we can do a part two or something, but uh, I mean, pretty packed week here with news. I feel like in uh, the grand scheme of things do you want to start off with the releases here
0: yeah we'll take a look here at some of the projects that dropped we
1: got eminem calvin harris
0: nba YoungBoy, and then the shitty boys of course can't forget about them uh and i think it was even more of a loaded week for singles though so i'll just get straight into that then we talk about all of it as a whole deep too yeah singles deep deep week for singles benny the butcher snot lil teka dc the don idk and nightmare Willow, Omar, Apollo, DJ Khaled featuring Drake and Lil Baby, The Weekend with the remix of Best Friends featuring Summer Walker, K. Trinata featuring Anderson Pack, Trippy Red featuring Moneybag Yo and Offset, Benny Blanco featuring Snoop Dogg and BTS, and then Meet You Darko featuring Freddie Gibbs. Deep, deep week. What were you listening to this week?
1: Um, so we we kind of I went over the Calvin Harris project a little bit, um, and then Eminem a little bit, I, I greatest hits, whatever, um, but shitty boys of course had to give baby tron had to give the tron a listen i
0: haven't got around to it yet
1: i mean you you know how he's coming with the bars um is baby tron that's all i need to say um and then in 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 terms of scene (laughs) (laughs) you said that last night and i fucking uh for singles i did uh, the DJ Khaled featuring Drake and baby, obviously, um, along with the trippy red featuring money bag and offset where my most listened to. And then I was also able to give Benny the butcher and little a listen as well, but I haven't gotten everything listened. I, I need to, but understandably. So that is a deep fucking week,
0: deep, deep week. I was also listening to a lot of 2018 music trying to get rid the episode, but of course I listened to Calvin Harris. I thought that was a pretty good project. Don't really have like a comparison of how it stacks up to the first volume. Um, i thought it was good overall a lot of good tracks on that i love the one bustle rhymes randomly that was like not what i was anticipating enjoying as much as i did but it hit um i also loved the weekend's remix of best friends summer walker that was super cool and then the k trinata and anderson pack that was my favorite of the week it's been around for a long time i saw a tiktok and it was k trinata riding i think in like a jeep or something with rick rubin the legend and he showed him this song in 2018 like completed it sounded finished they probably maybe did a little more mastering or mixing since then but yeah it's just been around been in the in the vault I and mean, they officially gave it to us and it hits it's a great track those two can't miss i mean they got a great track with glowed up great duo i'd love to see some more from those two in the future
1: definitely um would you sh- go ahead and say that's like your favorite of the week or
0: yeah that's my favorite of the week. Also. okay I, I like the Michi Darko and Freddy freddie one though too a lot i was looking forward to that it yeah, definitely uh live up to the hype
1: I'm going to have to give the, the Buster Rhymes. I, I need to hear that, I guess.
0: Yeah, like I wasn't, you know, I, I don't listen to Buster Rhymes too, too much, but that was what one if, that I saved to my playlist from the album. I was like, okay, like I saved like five and Buster Rhymes was one of them.
1: What is your biggest Buster Rhymes? Like, what it, what comes to mind when you think of Buster Rhymes? For me, it's very, very specific.
0: Uh, mine's got to be uh, Look at Me Now.
1: Yeah, the Look at Me Now verse. He,
0: fucking kills that i mean it goes crazy shout out to my boy skiz b i remember there's a video of him and it was on facebook like the, not too many people posted videos on facebook but i don't, I don't remember if he posted it or one of our other friends or somebody posted it but i think he had a mask on in my head it's like a scream mask and he was like moving around <laughs> dancing to it after like a morning soccer practice on facebook hit facebook at like 10 a.m and it was so funny it was great um other than that my big memory of buster rhymes is the uh, hello song with chance it's uh, a remix of i got five on it classic obviously if you've seen us you know it hits that is one of my favorite chance verses of all time i, I would argue the best I, it's such a well-written verse from chance a lot of different flows a lot of good references um and the Buster Rhymes kind of goes crazy too. Uh, like the version I saw originally was just Chance. Like somebody had trimmed it, so it was just Chance. And I was like trying to find, I was like, what's like the full song? Like can you download this and it, it's on Buster Rhymes. I think it's like on a mixtape. So it's not on streaming services, but look it up on YouTube. Hello by Buster Rhymes featuring Chance the Rapper. You won't regret it.
1: Definitely. Uh, maybe this will be my new favorite Buster Rhymes memory. <laughs> maybe. Um, moving on though. I'll, I'll let you get into this a little bit. Let you get into the shout out, of course.
0: All right, we got two projects. All I'll say is, if you know, you know, they're near and dear to my heart. We got Pigeons and Planes and Big Ass Kids with See You Next Year. A lot of different artists on it. You got Red Veil, vale, you got Ben Riley, Sash, Brevin Kim, Wallace. Uh, I mean, it hits. Dreamer, Isioma, goes crazy. Uh, go give it a listen. You know, show some love, support. Uh, and then my brother, BDX, the Don, my no-label classmate. If you're listening to this on Monday, just came out yesterday. It's Until It's Time Volume 2 available now on all platforms. Show my brother some love.
1: Definitely give that a listen. Um, you know, great project. I mean, always putting out great shit. Uh, obviously, you know, I don't know him very well. Jonathan, that's one of, one of the no-label classmates. But every time I do listen, I'm, I'm always telling Jonathan I enjoy it. So,
0: Facts. We'd never
1: steer you wrong, of course.
0: So, yeah,
1: go show some love. Definitely. Um, moving on, though. Big, big performance last, yeah, yesterday it would have been, so today we're recording on Sunday, yesterday Travis Scott, he's back, first headlining performance since obviously the Astroworld tragedy, um, performed God's Country 2020, unreleased Kanye project, amongst other songs of course, Um, some videos out there of him performing Mafia with with a fan, that was pretty cool as well. I saw Um, that,
0: that was dope, yeah.
1: Yeah, were you able to catch any clips or anything of it or?
0: yeah i saw that one i obviously saw my boy james harden going crazy with kevin durant there was in the audience that's a backstage also yeah super wild uh got to see my boy james harden with kd like uh i didn't know what their relationship was like you know these days but good to see that they're still holding it down
1: that video of them backstage just it's like the raw emotion from travis it's so great to see um
0: it is it is great to see travis like You know, I think you obviously with an incident like that, you're probably going to have, you know, like, I feel like your confidence and your self-esteem probably got to take a little hit, but getting back out there in front of all those fans, showing you so much love got to be great.
1: Definitely. And um, this is, I I think he's got another show in London, right? Or
0: yeah, I think tonight, a second one. Um, So
1: it's second show tonight. And then the road to utopia tour is going to be getting in Las Vegas. They're going to do some out there with um, in clubs or whatever starting september 17th so seems like utopia is on the way
0: yep a seven show residency in las vegas for travis i mean i don't know like i feel like a lot of people getting residencies recently that like i don't know when i think of those i think of like older artists that are not necessarily washed up but like you know they're just something to do honestly but then you get the bruno mars and anderson pack silk sonic residency and then travis so uh, maybe they're switching up a little bit good to see them you know doing it though cool but yeah, this, I would say, is kind of an iffy sign if we're going to get Utopia this year, though. I, I don't think it's going to come this yeah. year. I, I think it's going to be early next year now.
1: That was, I can't remember if we put it in the video or not, for one of my hot takes, is that we were not going to get Utopia this year. I really hope it was, because that take is kind of looking burning right now. So
0: Definitely a good take, I would say. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I think then one episode, when we saw the shows were announced, we were like given dates. And I think I said like August something, so I'm looking pretty far off. Unless yeah, he's yeah. No, just hang out in Las Vegas for a couple months.
1: <laughs> no, we're we're talking about beginning of the year stuff. Don't listen to a few episodes ago when I did say Utopia was going to be in the fall. So
0: yeah, no, that was, you know, we got a little more information, but your
1: OG tech was, you know, looking pretty good. Speaking of live performances, OVO, oh, it's technically not OVO Fest, um, but the Young Money reunion. I watched the whole stream of that. Nuts. I wish I would have went. Wish I,
0: I didn't even know it was on stream.
1: Uh, well, not stream, but just YouTube. I mean, there's been like YouTube uh, clips of just pretty much the whole thing. And God, but, uh, just nuts. Like, I really wish I had a passport because I would have gone.
0: It would have been crazy to see those three together. I mean, I don't know how many times it's happened before, but, you know, probably won't happen again If it does, very, very few times. So it would have been something to see, especially, I mean, Lil Wayne, he's I'm not going to say he's old, but he's got a little bit older. Like, I don't know how many more tours he's gotten him. Drake, obviously, can do whatever he wants. He's Drake. He might tour forever. He might not. You never know.
1: Speaking of Lil Wayne, they did tease the Carter Six. They did. So, I mean, he's got one last album in him at least, at the very minimum here. We'll see how, how many Carters they put out. But, I mean, I really enjoyed the Carter Five, so we'll see what we get
0: yeah i mean that's a series that is very consistent you know what we can get from when yeah i'm excited i'll, I'll definitely give it a listen when it drops
1: definitely so um which show would you have rather been at between travis and the young money reunion
0: oh i think i'd have to go young money reunion just because that's more rare
1: yeah I, I feel like i've seen travis already but i would have paid stupid amounts of money to go to london and watch that
0: it would've been really cool. Obviously, being in London would be cool, but uh, yeah, like I think it'll be the same show to the, for the most part as you get with, you know, a Travis tour in the next year versus Drake, Lil Wayne, and Nikki together. That's a rare, rare show that you're not gonna be able to see again often. So, yeah, I definitely have to pick that. I mean, so many classics they got to run through, hard hitters. Yeah, it'd have to be. Yeah, Did
1: why. you see the uh, the picture on the screen? It was like, unfortunately. Um, Lil Wayne had issues getting through at the border,
0: and there was no. like
1: and, and then so it just said that, and then it popped on the screen like uh, right under it. It was like after after everybody read that, popped on the screen. Luckily, Drake runs the border, and then Lil Wayne comes oh, out. It was fucking hype.
0: That is dope. I would love. I gotta have to. Look that's cool. Yeah, just, that's like
1: that's uh, a Drake thing there. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah, he runs it. I mean, I saw the thing where he was like, uh, yeah, he's given. Uh, Lil Wayne is flowers, as he was saying about, like he changed the city, and I was like, that's kind of wild for Drake to say that Lil Wayne is the reason for you know Toronto being up.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe he's not wrong though.
0: No, I mean there is no Drake without Wayne, arguably. So yeah, yeah, no, that they, they, the they were given.
1: They were Drake and Nick. You were like to get. I'll just I'll let you watch the show. We can talk about takeaways later. Um Okay. Moving on. Producer Soundwave says Kendrick Lamar is working on his next album already. What are your thoughts on this?
0: Yeah, I obviously very excited initially. But I also kind of think a lot of these rappers are always working. You know what I mean? Like no,
1: just not just because working. He's working,
0: he was probably working the day after Tip Up Butterfly dropped, the day after Damn dropped, you know, the week after at least the month yeah, after. And people and are definitely there was so much time between the albums, like just because he's working doesn't mean he could just be you know messing around you know playing around he could be working on another soundtrack but you know black panther tuesday becoming a you know i don't know you know a lot of opportunities who knows what's going to happen here uh but it is good to see him back in the studio hopefully we do not have to wait so long between projects again
1: yeah i mean everybody's acting like it's it's set in stone that's not gonna be a five-year wait now but like you said, I mean, they said he does this every album. So, I mean, he's technically started working on Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers right after Damn. So, um, I don't know. It doesn't necessarily mean the album's coming next year or something like that.
0: No, I'd like, I think maybe like a 2025 album. That's what I think I want.
1: Yeah, that's for a few years. I'd give it a few years.
0: I think that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, still good to see. Hopefully, you know, Kendrick's feeling inspired. You're getting some hits made you know he's always gonna deliver so hopefully he's got something cool coming another person that might have something coming according to their website kanye west if you go to his website it says coming soon and there's a lot of rumors right now that donda 2 is gonna release on streaming services on august 12th so if you're watching this the week it drops this friday what are your thoughts on that
1: watch the throne podcast i mean pretty much confirmed it um I mean that's a very reliable source in terms of Kanye material. There um, sounds like it's coming. All all signs are pointing towards that. But obviously, you know, you can never get too 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 comfortable with a uh, Kanye West project.
0: No, you. I mean, it all signs could point to yes. It could be officially announced, and it might still not come out. You never know. Um, all signs could also point see. to no,
1: and then he could fucking drop it on a Sunday randomly, like he did a Donda.
0: Exactly like. I mean, there's no reason to think either way it's going to come out. It's not going to come out. I don't know. We're just going to have to find out if it comes out, it comes out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'd like I to mean, see, I, you know, if it does come out, it, I think it'd be a it changes. Obviously, True Love was changed like a decent amount, I feel like, from the Miami listening party to when it actually was officially released. But I do think, you know, we did get True Love. So
1: maybe we'll get the full album. Well, let's see, I guess. Speaking of Kanye, though, it's not in our notes here skeet and kim they're done
0: yeah i didn't know whether we thought that was you know pertinent news think, to the podcast but i do think it is just because you know obviously the yay ties i think all the EA i won. think
1: all the stuff some in some weird way connected
0: i don't know i mean that's that's like a, a deep conspiracy but i'm not against it
1: i think you know um Kim Kim's the Kardashian really all the Kardashians are very good at making calculated moves so it's Kanye West so we'll see what happens I guess but I could be wrong but that is my my rumor I'm gonna start I guess
0: the one I saw was on TikTok and it was something along the lines of uh Pete and Kim dated for nine months and Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson's baby through a surrogate was just born and so when it was announced that she was pregnant they got together as like a cover-up so that you know, because Tristan's not, you know, people aren't rocking with Tristan that heavy because, you know, he's he's doing his thing, you know, whatever, but this is all just a cover-up. Pete and Kim were covering up so that there wasn't too much attention on Chloe and Tristan. And and then they break up right afterwards. I don't know. It's interesting, but I I mean, based on, like, social media and stuff, obviously you can kind of put whatever you want out there, but they seemed like, you know, they were pretty happy together, I guess.
1: It'll be interesting to see, but I I think it's just too, it's so weird that they're happening so close together. Like, you know, like I said, they're very calculated people. So
0: yeah, Um, I don't know. We may never know.
1: Yeah. We'll see what happens. I guess that's all we can do is wait. Um, Moving on to our last piece of news here, the weekend after hours nightmare haunted house coming to universals Halloween or nights. What are
0: your thoughts? I thought this was pretty wild. I loved the trailer when it dropped. Uh after hours definitely does help you know that after hours vibe. Like it does seem you know dark nights would never have expected it to be like a horror haunted house type thing. But hey, shout out to the weekend for getting that bag. Maybe it'd be cool. I don't know where uh if it, it's just universal, like down in Florida or whatever. But if there's you know some other one closer, maybe we'll to pay a visit. I
1: don't know. No, yeah, that it looks like very enjoyable. So uh maybe they will do something a little bit closer to, to Illinois um or just even a video of like seeing what goes on throughout the whole thing would be cool so
0: yeah i would like to see have you ever done a haunted house or anything like that
1: yes i have really i'm a fucking i'm like real like even like roller i know it's a little bit different than roller coasters and amusement park rides but i'm a bitch when it comes to shit like that but haunted houses oh my like i've gone to ones where like grab you and shit and i just it's bad ideas yeah (laughs) no i do not enjoy it anytime but it's like everybody's doing it so i was like i guess i'll go so yeah
0: i think i could maybe be okay if there was like a group of people but like if you got separated oh my god i would be sweating i would just probably i probably just lay down lay down and just end it
1: yeah i mean i i don't go to like any of the extreme ones where you have to sign waivers or anything but those are different yeah those are different if you go to those you're fucking stop it get some help i saw one on youtube and it's like i want to say it's somewhere in texas or
0: something and you have to like stay overnight and they can like break your bones and shit but like if you yeah. make it through the night you can like you win a lot of money or something like yeah. it's crazy shit. though like i just don't understand like what kind of sicko you have to be to be like oh yeah like
1: pull my teeth out that's fun yeah. <laughs> like you're actually in a horror movie yeah miss <laughs> yeah. miss miss me with that but uh Maybe I'll pop out to a haunted house in a couple, a few months. So.
0: We'll see. I'll have to make an appearance on the first one, I guess. I've never been to one at all. so. We'll
1: there, there's a solid one we could go to. Maybe we'll get like a live reaction or something. Uh, Maybe. But I think that about wraps it up for today.
0: Yep. Next week you might be listening to Kanye's album before our episode. You never know. We'll be back with some, you know, updates on that. Hopefully we'll see. Don't
1: Don't bet the house on that though.
0: Don't bet the house on it. We'll see Donda. Two might be coming to streaming services, but you know, we'll always be coming back. So we'll see you guys next Monday.
1: Yep. See you guys.
0: Peace. Peace.